Thank you so much, Vandros, for coming to the Heaven Revolution podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome, you're welcome, and it's a pleasure. Um, we've known each other for quite a while, actually, since Brunel, um, yes. where we kind of like met, and then I was the president of the Cairo Society, and I invited you to quite a few of the events that were taking place at the time. Yep. And yeah, it's been amazing to actually see your growth as an individual, as a person, to, you know, I think when I met you at the time, you was a little bit shy, and now <laughs> you've kind of like broken off of that shell and like you've really come to who God has called you to be and I know God is going to take you really far. Thank you but, so um, much. Yeah, like it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. You inspire me as well. Like that's why whenever I hear about Van and where he started to where he is now, I think you're an inspiration not just to me but to other people who are coming up as well. And you're very humble about it as well which is which is also the main thing about the king In the kingdom of heaven, we need to be humble. Thank you so much. Doing. Yeah. Okay, great. So, um, just before we start, I really always talk about our mission here at Heaven Revolution and why we do what we do. And the core scripture that underpins what we do at Heaven Revolution is found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, where Jesus is teaching the apostles how to pray. And he structures it in a way where he wants us to prioritize certain things. And one of the things he says in that prayer in verse 10 is, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's him talking about the culture of heaven, the glory of heaven, um, which is God's abode and God's dwelling place and where the angels of heaven dwell, and it manifesting here on the earth as a culture. And what we need to realize as a people, as a church, is that this world was always supposed to be a colony of heaven, as in God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was supposed to model that glory that's in heaven. But what a man ended up doing was rejecting God's original intent for what the earth should be and then forfeited it to Satan when they ate of the tree of the good of the knowledge of good and evil and since then obviously Christ came took that authority that Satan stole restored it back to mankind and now we have the great commission to preach the gospel and to disciple nations as he intended us to to do so and that's kind of like what has brought us to this movement here where God has given us a new strategy because for a long time in the church we have um, almost like being pigeonholed into one particular place where um, we kind of like do events on the Sunday like but the Monday to Friday we almost think that that belongs to the devil you know the corporate world uh, football um, art and all of these things you know that's for the world to deal with where we focus on you know we preach and then we do what we do on a Sunday but whereas the gospel is the gospel of the kingdom of heaven is far larger than that and it's in what we are doing in when we're in our businesses when we're doing whatever we are doing but um just to divide those key areas into sections or what we call them their worship family government education economy media and arts these are the things that form the modern society and as we're going to talk about your particular area of influence is an area of economy as well as worship as well so economy as in your businessman worship as in you started a charity, a Christian charity that helps people to understand Christianity in the simplest of way um, so anybody can access it, which is great. So without further ado, I'd like you to just introduce yourself. Just talk a little bit about your journey um, in the faith, as well as your vision for what you're going to talk about, which is Simple Christianity, your book and your charity. And yeah, just your journey in business as well. If you can talk about what business means to you and how you're using that to further your vision in the kingdom of heaven. Thank you so much again for you know having me. Um, I like that scripture that um, 
before I talk about you know myself, the business mm. and whatnot, I like that scripture that you um we read Matthew six mm. ten. Yeah. Um it says your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it in as it is in heaven. Mm. You know, uh, when we think about kingdom, um we think about the kingdoms of the world, mm. you know, um this place, that place, this place. Mm. You know, but what's interesting is the Bible also gives a description of mm. what the kingdom is. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy mm. in the Holy Spirit. And mm. what that tells us is that the kingdom of God has been embedded in a person. Mm. That person is the Holy Spirit. Mm. And when we begin to pour out the Holy Spirit, which is God's glory mm. in us, <clears throat> the indwelling, because we, 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 we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. The Bible says that, you know, that the Holy Spirit lives in us, mm. dwells in us. We are the embodiment of the Holy Spirit, the body, mm. the temple of the Holy Spirit. And when we begin to pour out mm. that Spirit of God in, on the inside of that, on the inside of us, that's when we will really see, you know, the glory of God filling mm. this earth, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And then we, and as you mentioned, you know, there are different spheres mm. of influence. Mm. And as we begin to, in our own sphere of influence, as we begin to um, showcase, you know, the glory of God in, in different aspects, in mm. different ways, that's when we'll see the kingdoms of this world really and truly being filled with you know the glory of God, so mm. it's 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 a it's a good scripture. I love mm. that scripture mm. uh, because it, it it tells us about the spiritual aspect mm. of the kingdom of God mm. because the kingdom of God really and truly is a spiritual place. Yes, but living and dwelling and operating mm. um, and filling a physical domain, mm. um, and we are that spiritual place mm. that is filling the physical domain mm. but yeah um, enough about that scripture um, as you know my name is Vandross um, I run a company um, called Ross Kings um, it's a property company I would call it a lettings agency um, but there are various different obviously areas of property um, I deal with primarily um, lettings mm. Um, and for people who don't know, lettings is really uh, to do with renting out uh, properties. Mm. Um, in my domain, residential properties to tenants on behalf of landlords. Mm. Uh, so I find tenants on behalf of landlords, collect the rent, mm. give the landlord their rent, and away you go. Mm. Um, but obviously, as I said, there are different areas, even in the lettings industry um, you can let out to different clients uh, professionals yeah. you can let out uh, each room um, there's something called HMOs mm. housing multiple occupants yeah. um, <clears throat> where you rent out <coughs> sorry where you rent out different rooms um, to different individuals uh, you can also um, you can also rent out on a nightly basis um, there's something called uh, Airbnb, mm. where people, you know, do up the the property to a particular standard, mm. and each night 
uh, you get a nightly pay for renting out that room or that property uh, to people who may be on vacation or who maybe just want a short stay. Um, that's where this whole aspect of um, staycation came from. Um, staying in the UK, you can find all those kind of places on Airbnb, you know, booking.com. Um, and then you can also rent out uh, to people on housing benefits. Um, people call it DSS, there's different names. So there's various different areas of lettings. You can even let, you know, commercially, mm. um, commercial buildings. As I said, I rent out residential, um, but you can rent out commercial buildings, places where people use for business. Um, but I obviously, I'm, I obviously um, rent out uh, residentially. Mm. Now, you mentioned something regarding what I see in business or how I perceive business. Just a little bit of a background of where I came from. Uh, I never really thought, you know, as a young man that I would get into this bus into business in this capacity. Um, I think I've told you before, the last time uh, we, we met, mm. uh, that I had a very low self-opinion. Um, mm. um, I was very um, downbeat uh, in, in the way I, I saw myself, um, in the way, you know, in where I thought that I could go as a person, in what I thought I could achieve, you know, as a person. Um, due to, you know, just a, a, a mindset that I had created, um, comparing myself to others, you know, and, you know, when you're so engrossed in that kind of opinion, it's very hard to get yourself out of it. Mm. Um, so it, it just added to just the, the lack of confidence I had in my own ability mm. of, of doing anything. Um, I felt it within myself that, the most I could probably do as a person was to maybe be a manager of a supermarket or mm. something like that. It was just not very ambitious, you know, and it's not to knock off anyone who is a manager, yeah. um, but there's much more to life, you know, there's much more that life can give you. Um, and as a person, education wasn't my strong point. Uh, I was more into sports, but obviously that didn't work out either. <laughs> um, but as a person, I wasn't so great with education. And from secondary school, even up to university, I struggled uh, with education. And I even took, I even um, stayed a, ho a whole year back in university and also in college. So uh, by the time I was in by the time I had graduated from university, mm -hmm. um, I was two years behind the pack. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure whether many people knew, but yeah, I was two years behind everyone, two years older than, than everyone um, was at the time, you know, they graduated. And uh, <clears throat> it got to a point where, you know, applying for jobs, not getting jobs, uh, not getting uh, interviews and whatnot, I didn't know where to go um, <clears throat> and it was a very dark moment 
you know, for me at that moment in time. But you know, God is a good God. Mm. <laughs> God is a very good God. And he sees the heart, you know, of each of his children. Mm. And um, I thank God for where I was um, because it shows me and it shows other people mm. that no matter where you come from, God can do something great, you know, in your life. Mm. Uh, it all began when my friend, uh, my dear friend, um, gave me a word, um, a word from God. Mm. Um, and I believe in words that people speak which come from God. Mm. Uh, we call it prophecy. Yeah. And she gave me a word and she said that I should get into property management. And at this time, you know, I'd been working um, in restaurants, as a delivery driver, you know, all these uh, jobs that temporary, that mm. are temporary, nothing concrete, nothing permanent. And uh, she said it the first time, two weeks later, she said it another time. And I said to myself, there's something in this word, there's mm. something that God wants to do in my life. And I took that word and I ran with it. And I never looked back. And I think that's the difference between someone who God wants to use and someone who God uses. Mm. Um, don't look back. Mm. Uh, when God says something, he really means it. Mm. And I took that word as though God had spoke to me directly mm. and I never looked back. And it was the greatest, one of the greatest decisions apart from, you know, obviously believing Christ. Mm -hmm. um, one of the greatest decisions I've made, you know, in my life um, and as well as obviously being married yeah. um, and I never looked back first couple of years uh, was a struggle in business um, but then I ended up getting a contract with a local authority and things started happening mm. quick 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 mm. quick um, and as a business I never really felt like business was the end mm. to what I was supposed to do. There's always a reason why you're in the situation that you are in. Um, and out of this business, I've been given a lot of opportunities um, to bless the kingdom. You know, one of the ways that I've been able to do so is through a book uh, called Simple Christianity. If you just point that to the camera so people can So I have this book here called Simple Christianity. Uh, and this book really is a snapshot about the Christian faith. Yeah. It talks about uh, the word, prayer, Holy Spirit, mm. church, Jesus Christ, you know, and, and just preaching the gospel. So for anyone who really wants, you know, a, a, a snapshot you know, an evangelical tool mm. that they can give people in a snapshot about the Christian faith, whether they've just become born again mm. or they want to know more about Christ. This book we give out for free. Mm. Um, and we've given out, as I told you earlier, nearly, nearly 7,000 books for free so mm. far. Wow. Um, and we've given to, we've, it's, it's, it's landed in multiple countries around the world. USA, mm. Belgium, Ghana, Kenya, Nigeria, 
various different countries and of course here around the UK um, and this book is actually now in French mm-hmm. we have the French version uh, and we're due to release um, versions in Urdu which is a Pakistan language and other languages as well mm-hmm. uh, but this I believe is the main reason why I'm in business mm. to answer your question as to yeah. what I really see business as I see it as a tool you know to um, further the kingdom mm. uh, I anchor my purpose in the um, will of Christ mm. you know and that's why I like <laughs> your the scripture that you used at the very beginning mm. because it's jam-packed with revelation with knowledge of what we are here for mm. as people mm. the will of God is that this whole earth is covered with the knowledge of Christ mm. in the hearts of men mm. as many men as possible mm. you know God does not want no man to perish yeah. um, and he uses every single tool and that's why I see my business as a tool mm. in order to ensure that will produces results mm. because it's results that really is the driving factor yeah. there's mm. no point saying this must be done that must be done mm. and it's never done mm. so this business I see as a as a tool although I I enjoy it you know I enjoy business mm. and that's the great thing about God he gives you something that you enjoy yeah. and out of that enjoyment you also are a blessing mm. to the kingdom to people mm. and it's those people that really touch the heart and the minds of the mind of mm. God mm. and um, as I said this we give out for free mm. or all around the world um, and as a charity we now you know have created a charity called simple Christianity and this charity is um, it, we, we give out, you know, financially um, to causes we seem we we see, we deem fit, um, such as if you need food, clothes, uh, any essential resources, we mm. give out free reading materials, Bibles. Um, we even help with projects if you need, if if there's like a roof, maybe in in Africa where mm. it's been broken, we help and we donate towards the building or the rebuilding of that. Mm. If there's a school that needs building, we help mm. financially towards that. Um, so yeah, we, we, that, that's the main aim you know, of the charity. Mm. Uh, and as I said, we've uh, been grateful uh, that this business has been used as a tool to finance you know, those operations. Mm. Uh, if you want to put it on a um, a scale of importance <laughs> you can say the business is important mm. but I see this much more as important because it's really about the hearts of men mm. for the glory of God mm. um, but yeah that's really how I see uh, the business I don't know whether I've answered all your yeah, questions Yeah, I think it covered it comprehensively because um, a lot of people um especially in the kingdom of God, where they try, it's very hard for them to distinguish between, you know, like my business, ministry, and, you know, I knew one guy who 
um, whenever he'd talk about his business, he'd be like, do I do it separately? You know, is this a separate thing like that's in the world or that's secular? And ministry is just, you know, me preaching the gospel. But I always try and help people to understand that you should see all of it as one. Whatever you're doing in this world is to the glory of the kingdom of heaven. Like what you're doing, you're using the business arm to finance the spiritual work that you're doing. So almost as you can see it as one rather than, because uh, one thing you don't want to do, which I know you're not doing, uh, which is good, is to see one as maybe like, this isn't part of God. It's just like the world stuff that I'm doing. You know, as some people see their jobs as just a source of income. They don't need to be an influence for the kingdom there in character and how they conduct themselves. But they, you know, just see that as the other thing that I do just to survive. And then the real stuff that I do is when I'm preaching, whereas they should just see it as I'm a kingdom, I'm, a, I'm an ambassador for the kingdom of heaven, period. And no matter what I put my hands into, it will bring glory to God one way or another. Um, for example, like uh, one of the problems in the economy domain, which is probably the domain you're in now because it's to do with finance, it's to do with, you know, um, generating revenue through a business, um, is, you know, there's a lot of greed. Um, I've, I've written down here, there's a lot of greed, there's a lot of corruption, people focusing primarily on money rather than the benefit of people. So I suppose as an ambassador of the kingdom in business in any field, where we distinguish ourselves from the crowd is in operating our business model in line with the word of God, which is that we operate with integrity. We operate in a way that we're faithful with the finances God gives us. And in turn, that leads to solve, the solving of certain problems we see in society as a result of the way wealth has been mismanaged and hoarded rather than being held by people with a spirit of generosity like yourself who you're using that generous heart that christ has given you to be a blessing to others whereas a lot of people might just see fit to use that wealth maybe just for the advancement of their own personal you know interests which isn't to the positive benefit of humanity as a whole so yeah very, just on just on just on that point yeah you know um <laughs> the core message of the gospel mm. is that Jesus Christ came, mm. you know, he died mm. and he rose again. Mm. And out of his resurrection, we now have life. Mm. And not only life, mm. but life abundantly. What are we doing with that life? Mm. How are we using that life to benefit the kingdom? That is the message, mm. you know, of the gospel. Mm. And as we see what Christ has done for us, mm. we automatically begin to uh, create a mindset of selflessness, mm. a mindset of, well, I didn't do this myself, yeah. so I don't really deserve this. So mm. whatever he wants me to do, mm. I will do. Mm. Christian in Christianity, it's very hard to be selfish. Mm. It's very hard to mm. be selfish. Because yeah, it's very hard when you're living according to the true principles of Christianity, yeah. but there are a lot of people who, they're Christian by name, but the habits that they manifest in their lifestyle is actually contrary. So it's almost like a, the works of the flesh versus the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is to live in that way, that, the way that Christ lived. But the works of the flesh is to live in the way that the world wants us to live, which is obviously controlled and manipulated by Satan, which leads to greed and selfishness but yeah go, go on so yeah it's, it's very hard 
to be selfish mm. if you really understand what the gospel really is mm. about. Mm. It's not about the car that you drive. It's not about the house that you live in. Mm. It's about him dying mm. and rising from the grave. Mm. Out of that, you now have life mm. and life in abundance, mm. whether it is spiritually, whether it's your clothes, whether it's the car, mm. all these things, they come from the life that he has given us. Mm. You know, these things can, they, they, em, they, uh, they emanate, emanate mm. from our spirit. Mm. And when you begin to sit and think mm. you know, about that reality, mm. it's very hard to think about yourself yeah, because yeah. you didn't do anything to deserve it. Yeah, yeah. Where I am wasn't because I was the brightest in school, mm. because I wasn't. I just told you education was one of my weakest things in life. Mm. Not that I you know, didn't get a degree. I got 2-2 mm. in the end, but it was a struggle. You know, that's the honest truth. Mm. Uh, but giving glory to God mm. uh, enables him to give you the victory. Yeah. And that's what I did, you know. Uh, and we do that in various ways, praying, mm. you know, giving your time to just Christian activities. Mm. When he sees your heart and he sees your, genuine, your genuineness, mm. you know, he, he will use you. Mm. It's just only a matter of time. Mm. But I can't, you know, deny the fact that with prayer, you know, your um, things things change. Of course, things happen mm. in on the place of prayer. And, you know, that was that was one of the things I missed out at the beginning. That through prayer, mm. a lot of these things are birthed, mm. and a lot of this selfish ambitions are stripped away. Mm. Especially when you pray for the right things. Yeah. Especially when you pray for the kingdom. Mm. Especially when you pray for His will mm. to be to yeah. be done. Yeah. And um, once you begin to cultivate that, you know, that, that lifestyle and that thought process that the gospel is not about me, mm. it's about him, mm. what he has done, mm. it, begins, it begins to be easy mm. to let go of the things that we see in this world, yeah. like the business. Just an example now, mm. if you get maybe a hundred pounds or a thousand pounds or even 10,000 pounds profit in the business because you realize that it's not about you, mm. but it's about what he has done mm. for you mm. and for the people of this world. Mm. It wouldn't be difficult yeah. for you to take that profit and yeah. give it to where it belongs of as course. in to the people, as in for Christian projects, as mm. in for um, to, to, to buy books to give to people, mm. buy, buying Bibles to give to people, because that selfish ambition mm. is no longer there. Yeah. You have a, you're not thinking about yourself. Mm. You're thinking about him, yeah. what he has done for you. Mm. The thought of him doing all this for you mm. is a love story. Yeah. The one that you love, you do all for. The one that you, you care for, or knows that cares for you, mm. you'll do anything back to him mm. or her, in this case Christ, mm. you know, for his glory. Mm. And it's, it, as I said, it's in the gospel. Mm. That's the bottom line of the gospel. And as you continue to renew your mind mm. on these thoughts, mm. that is what he has done. Mm. It is what he has done for me. 
the Bible says something. He says that he who is forgiven much loves much. Mm. Meaning the one who knows how much he has been forgiven will be able to love much more to the people. Mm. The one who thinks, ah, well, he died for me, but it's, it's all right, you know, yeah. nothing big. Mm. You will see that in his behavior in her be- or in her behavior that whatever, he died for me, what's that got to do with you? Why, why do I need to do anything back? But the one who really understands that, mm. he has been forgiven, he has been pulled out from, from death, mm. he has been saved, you know, by the grace of God, mm. knows that I can't not do something back to please him. Yeah, yeah. Everything we do is to now please him. Mm. So that 10K you get from that business deal, mm. not saying that, you know, you don't, look after your family, you mm. don't look after your your friends or you know yourself or your children or whatever. You sort out your priorities. You mm. sort out things that, you know, are for yourself because at the end of the day our family is our first ministry. Mm. But if God now says give half of that mm. to this project that will help save these people mm. and those people mm. will now have a chance to be, to hear the gospel and be saved. Mm. You're not thinking, are you sure I'm hearing God? Am I hearing the devil? <laughs> that kind of, but because you know that it's not you or about you, it's about him. Mm. That voice will now become the voice of God and mm. not <laughs> thinking yeah. that is the enemy's voice all the yeah, time, yeah. trying to make you lose <laughs> lose yeah. your money. Yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> you know, what you're saying is so important because I think all of these things that we understand and that you've just explained, come from a place of just having intimacy with God. When you have intimacy with God and you have that relationship with him, it's almost like the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things should be added unto you. When he, and that's the scripture I've held onto from the day I was born again to now. And it's led me to where I am now. And I think what we see a problem in in the church is, and there are various you know teachings out there, but I do see a focus on people on the things of the present, things of this age. So they're thinking so much about you know the things of the world that it clouds what they should be focused on which is just god's kingdom and all the finances they're praying for on a daily basis the marriage that they're asking god for all these requests that they present to god in prayer you mentioned prayer a lot of people think see prayer as just a place where i transact with god to receive something a vending machine yeah a vending machine yeah divine slot machine that some people say something comes out yeah whereas it's not really about that prayer is really just you you know, access, you know, basically opening yourself to the realm of heaven and heaven will release what it needs to, whether it's revelation, you know, obviously fundamentally it's about intimacy with God. But when you, there's something Miles Monroe actually said, where he said, um, when we pray, we avail ourselves to allow heaven to be manifested in the earth Mm -hmm. through our lives. So it's a vehicle for us to have an open portal for heaven to release whatever wisdom, whatever revelation for that day, whatever grace, to also change things in this physical world because of that glory that comes through that prayer. And prayer is priceless. You know, there's nothing that can replace it. It's the way we open the heaven and allow heaven to access, to have access to manifest into the world. And some people just see it as, when I pray, I'm asking God for stuff. No, 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 no. It's for me to actually open up myself to receive from God everything, like whether it's, you know, instructions for my life fundamentally, you know, instructions for what God wants me to do, not, you know, what I want God to do for me. 
I think there was one girl who said something when we was at Brunel as well. She said, as part of her growth in the Christian faith, um, her prayer once used to be, when she was younger in the faith, it used to be, oh Lord God, bless my plan. <laughs> <laughs> to then God being God, what is your plan for my life and how can you help me to achieve that plan? So we need to shift our mindset from, you know, that place of, you know, focusing on us and our own needs and focusing on God because when we focus on God, all our needs are also met. And um, just before we actually go further, um, I always read, there's a book we've written as well called The Destiny Challenge. And what that Destiny Challenge is, it's a summary of our, it's, a, it's almost like a manual or blueprint for our movement. And in, in that book, we summarize each of the domains, which are worship, family, government, education, economy, media, and arts. And we have a paragraph that describes each domain and the pro some of the problems that exist within it and how we can look to solve those problems. So it's just a short paragraph. So it talks about the economy or the business world. It says, and we call them kingdoms because we see them as areas that can be governed or influenced. So we say, the economy kingdom is responsible for the management of the wealth of nations. It is a system of production, distribution and consumption. The mechanisms that facilitate its activity include money, goods and services, and the businesses that enable the trade of these things among producers, distri distributors and consumers. Heaven Revolution will manage wealth and create and produce businesses that facilitate trade according to the culture of the Kingdom of Heaven. This will cause greed and corruption to cease within this domain so that the byproducts, which are oppression and poverty, will come to an end. So I think as part of the wider work of what we're doing, as a result of the way you're managing your business and more kingdom people manage their business according to that culture of the kingdom of heaven, which stems from that relationship with Jesus, we see a lot of the things that are happening in society today start to come to an end like that great poverty because a lot of the things that create poverty, I think ultimately there isn't one thing that creates poverty, but it's a, it's a, a culmination of things. But I think as business people, we have a hand in actually being able to liberate people who are in worse of situations through our generosity um, and the charitable things we do with the wealth that God gives us. Because I think a lot of people who own a lot of the wealth in the world today and what they're using it for, it doesn't help to ameliorate that problem of poverty we see in society today. And there's a disparity between those who have a lot and those who have very little. And when God gives us the ability to get that wealth, it is our responsibility to do with it what will heal society as a whole, financially and economically. So, um, yeah, I really know God will lift up people like yourself, you know, people who are venturing into the kingdom and God who, and, and who God is blessing with the financial resources um, and are faithful with those resources. He's going to continue to increase those people. And we need a lot more people in the world that are from the Christian faith to operate in that way that will heal the land we see all around us. Um, but yeah, um, was there anything you wanted to add in that regard? Or, or yeah, um, as, I, you, as you mentioned, mm. um, a lot of the things that, well, you, you mentioned in regards to, to poverty and, mm. and what, what kind of creates poverty, but I always go, I always go back to um, the, 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 uh, the ethos of a person, mm. the ethos compared to the ethos of a Christian. Mm. We as a Christian, we are here to uh, 
to pour out. Mm. But we see a lot of people who their ethos is to bring in, mm. to collect. <laughs> yeah. And as I said, it goes back to the gospel message mm. that because of what he has done, we now do, you know, to other people what we have seen mm. him do to us. Mm. He has forgiven us. He has given us his all. So why not we give our all, you know, mm. for the purpose, for the sakes, mm. you know, of, of other people? Because this world, you know, will come and go. Mm. Absolutely. But our soul will live mm. on forever. So mm. what is your reason, you know, behind doing what you do? Um, and, and in Christianity, we have a reason, and his name is Jesus Christ. Absolutely. You know, and that's where I build, you know, my business on. I build it on the fact that whatever happens in this business, mm. the ethos, the purpose, mm. the mandate behind this business is mm. to give, you know, glory, glory to God. But I also wanted to touch on the fact that business is not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Mm. Um, it's worth it. Mm. But it's not easy. It mm. comes with its challenges. Mm. I told you uh, earlier in this uh, program that for two years, I didn't have any property. In fact, I had one property mm. and I lost money on it. I had to go to court. Mm. I lost the court case for evicting tenants, not <laughs> anything illegal, but mm. to evict the tenants. Mm. And I lost because mm. I wasn't well prepared I had a lot of learning to do mm. and in that period I was even struggling to make money mm. myself because I couldn't support myself on just one property mm. um, I wanted to do a lot of things but I just couldn't mm. uh, because of lack of resources and just lack of uh, knowledge mm. of my industry um, I was working from job to job and even in that period I got sacked twice mm. from two jobs mm. Um, for not having the experience that I claim to have. <laughs> That's just yeah. being honest. Yeah, but, um, yeah, absolutely. Times have changed. Yeah. I do have experience now. Yeah. Uh, thank God. Um, but it's not been easy. And uh, it took prayer to get me out of it. Mm. It took a lot of prayer and a lot of um, selfless prayer, mm. you know, um, because it's all really about Christ. And from then on, as I said, things started working, things started working, things started to happen. Mm. But even during this pandemic, which we've all uh, experienced or been a part of, mm. um, we've all been affected one way or another, mm. not being able to do this, not being able to do that. Uh, but one of the ways that me as, I, as, a, as a business owner, mm was impacted was that I wasn't able to expand. Things were shut. Mm. People weren't uh, operating how they were uh, used to yeah. operating. And so was we. we. We weren't able to operate as we were used to. Uh, I think before I told you mm. that I had about 50 properties. Now I have about 100. Mm. Um, thank God. Mm. Um, but we haven't been able to go past that because of the uh, restraints that you know the government put on the economy and whatnot and mm. and resources available at that time and and things like that and because we work with the government mm. we have a contract with the local authority um they were also impacted as mm. a result 
um, their finances reduced, meaning our finances was reduced as a result. Mm. They couldn't, you know, um, finance as much as, you know, they used to. Mm. Um, and so we had to readjust. And at times it was pressuring, you know, pressure. It, it, there, there was a lot of pressure. Um, because as a business owner, you are really the forefront of the company. Whatever happens, it's because of you. Yeah, yeah, it's on you. <laughs> Nobody's going to uh, pick you up and say, oh, you know, you have to pick yourself up. Mm. Um, you have to do the adjustments yourself. Mm. You have to arrange your company in a way that ensures that it survives. Mm. You know, paying your employee, you know, paying bills, this and that. But what happens if the money that you used to get, you no longer get? Yeah. What are you going to do? And uh, as I said, thank God that I anchor my business on Christ mm. because he is the solid rock. Mm. And no matter what happens in life or in this economy, you don't base as a Christian, or I did not base my company on what is happening mm. out in the economy. Mm. I based it on the kingdom of God, yeah. the economy of God. Mm. And that economy is solid. Mm. It stands firm mm. even when trials come. Because mm. the Bible says trials will come. Of course. You know, when the storm comes, mm. what do you do? Mm. You stand firm. Mm. That's what he did on the boat. And he, as a result of standing firm mm. in prayer, you know, because prayer is an important um, way of ensuring God is involved in the activities on earth. Mm. You know, you mentioned about, you know, the importance of prayer, that it gives access. Mm. It gives God access. You mm. know, why prayer is important is because men, men are, in, are powerful. Mm. We are the owners mm. of this earth. And yeah. what I mean owners, as in we have the right to yeah. be and live on this earth mm. and whatever happens on this earth mm. is based upon the actions and the words of people yes the way this earth is now is because someone spoke it that way mm. and until a man speaks and allows access onto this earth mm. nothing will happen exactly that's why God had to come down mm, in a human being. Yeah, absolutely. So for you to allow God into your life, mm. you must give him access. Mm. How do you give him access? By the words that you speak. Mm. So the Bible says, out of, um, out of your, 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 your belly shall flow rivers you know, of living water. Mm. So out of what you emulate, em, emanate, sorry, mm is what will happen mm. you know on this earth mm. and one of the ways as i said is by speaking mm. and we do that in prayer mm. as we continue to pray we continue to give god more access mm. you know to our lives to what happens on this earth mm. i can't remember who it was in the bible but there was someone who prayed for the birth of jesus mm. for a number of years many 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 years in the bible and it wasn't until, I think it was Mary, I think her name was Mary, uh, in the Bible. She prayed continuously for a number of years in the temple for the birth of Jesus, for the birth of the Saviour, mm. of the Messiah. 
She was praying day and yeah, night, day yeah. and night, day and night. And it came. Mm. But it wasn't, it didn't happen unless she prayed. Yeah. So thank God that we have been given this tool called mm. prayer mm. in order to allow God to manifest in our lives and in the earth, mm. you know, today. Mm. And as a result of that, mm. you know, I've been able to come out of, you know, this pandemic, as we call it, mm. um, unscathed. Mm. <laughs> I'm still standing. Mm. Uh, things are getting better. Uh, he's opened more opportunities um, for me to make money. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's uh, as I said, business is not easy, yeah. but um, it's worth it. Mm. And as long as you have Christ mm. as the center, you know, in prayer, mm. standing firm, mm. you know, things will continue to move on, mm. move up and move higher. Mm. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So much there. I will even add to that. Um, well, there was one scripture I wanted to kind of, as we draw to a close, conclude on is um, I think a challenge that... Um, a lot of people face is because it's so overwhelmingly a particular way within the business world how there's a lot of issues around you know corruption greed and all of this stuff it's then hard for a lot of people i've met to stay away from that of course we know the solution is that relationship with christ which will obviously keep you away from those types of behaviors but one scripture i think that always remind hits home that will never allow me and I'm sure won't allow yourself to focus on money as the primary primary purpose because it's difficult, especially when you're going through a challenge, as you mentioned, to sometimes not be so focused on money, 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 you know. But one thing that always anchors us is seen in First Timothy chapter six, verse ten, where it says, "For the love for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows." And I think, of course, the key to that is that scripture I already mentioned about seeking first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all things will be added. So our focus must never remain, must never be removed from the core purpose why God called us into that business realm in the first place. For those who are watching, you know, it's to advise them to meditate on that scripture and to understand that anything they're doing should always be centered around the calling that God has placed upon their life rather than the current circumstance or what they see happening around them and the second scripture was just around in Matthew 6 24 where it says no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will be loyal to one and despise the other you cannot serve God and mammon so it's just hitting on the message again that our focus was must always be on Christ and establishing his kingdom the kingdom of heaven on earth and as a result of that focus we will receive all those other things like money finances wealth but whenever our focus is the money finances wealth, we will lose not only the wealth, but we also lose our relationship with Christ, which we obviously can never afford to do. And yeah, I'm really grateful for you coming on the show, for you sharing your heart, sharing your journey in all transparency and honesty. Really, really grateful to see the evidence of God's prosperity on a person um, who is faithful with what God has given him. And I know that as you're continue, continuing to be faithful with what he's given you, who want to 100% continue to give you even more than you already have. Um, and this is just the beginning. And yeah, I just wanted to encourage you with that. And I pray that you continue. Don't let up on any intensity of what God has called you to do. Continue going. And I know that he will be, you know, lifting you up continually and uses your bless use you as a blessing to other people in your life. Did you have a final word that you wanted to say to the audience or? Uh, no, I, I mean, as I said mm. before, 
um, regarding the book. Anyone who really wants um, to be a blessing to other people, this book is free. We give out 33 books to ministries, our ministries and partners around the world for free every month. Uh, so if you are out and about and you want to evangelize and you want free materials to give out to people, or if you want to use it as you know Bible study, um, or just give it to people who want to know more about Christ. Mm. This book is free. Mm. You know, um, you can contact us at info at simplechristianity.co.uk. Mm. Um, that's the email. Just send us an email, mm. um, and we can send you out thirty-three books mm. a month for however many free books mm. you you need, mm. um, free of charge. Mm. And yeah, hopefully we can uh, con connect and mm. uh, be partners, be mm. ministry partners. Awesome, awesome. Oh, great. Thank you so much for attending the podcast, and we'll probably have you soon. Thank you. Back soon, sometime soon. No worries. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks. Cheers.